Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. And I don't know why I'm shouting, but I am, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, we're here again for a What We've Been Watching episode. It's been two months we were just discussing since our last one, I think. So we've watched oh, we have been busy. Yeah. So if we try and keep it short so we can get through stuff. Um, there will be possible spoilers. We'll start, try and stay away from them as much as possible. Uh, there will be swearing. We won't be avoiding that because we like it. We're grown-ups. We can do what we fucking well like. Uh, and... He's bad. Oh, I know. I'm just in one of them moods. Mischievous. <laughs> right. Let's begin with Adam this time. Right. Well, you've just reminded me of what I watched last night. Uh, which was due to, uh, well, partly as, well, inspired, that sounds wrong. Um, obviously, uh, Raquel Welch died in the in the week, and, uh, yeah, uh, Hammer, Goddess, and so on and so forth. Uh, but, yeah, I watched Bedazzled, mostly because Claire oh. had never seen it. Oh, uh, my this God. Is the, this is obviously the 60s Peter Cook and Dudley Moore Bedazzled, not the remake from i think the 90s yeah with brendan fraser and liz hurley which i've never seen i'll admit but uh i saw that on a very early date with jennifer i think it was the first time she ever invited me around to cook me dinner and she'd hired it from the uh video shop uh-huh. so uh i have seen it but it was a long time ago and it's extremely forgettable unlike the pete and dad one yeah so i'm assuming chris that this is not one you've seen um, basically, so Pete Cook and Dudley Moore, as in Hound of the Baskervilles, that we watched on our Sherlock Holmes month many moons ago now. Mm. Um, and uh, basically, Pete uh, Dudley Moore is a short order chef who can't pull the waitress at the restaurant he works at. Um, he's leading a miserable little life, so goes off to kill himself. And then Peter Cook turns up and he's the devil and he offers him seven wishes in return for his mortal soul. And <laughs> Dud, Dud agrees after he proves that he's the devil by melting his Frobisher and Gleason's ice lolly. <laughs> Here, my ice lolly's melted. You really must be the devil <laughs> incarnate. And uh, <laughs> basically it's um, every time basically Dud comes up with a scenario where he is um, able to um, get with this girl that he fancies and every time there's a twist in the tale that the devil has put in there so in one of them he specifies right I want us to be married and deeply in love and then they go there and they are married and deeply in love but they're deeply in love with each other but they're not married to each other, so they're conducting an affair, and they can't mm -hmm. conduct the affair because of how nice the husband is <laughs> that they're cheating on, and he's just a saint. And so every time it gets sort of, and they do. There's a one of the best bits is the um, Dudley's character Stanley wants to be um, a pop star because he knows that you know women are going to go crazy if he's a pop star, and. He comes on and does this song called Love Me, and it's all about, well, oh, won't you please come with me and love me? And um, all the girls are screaming. And then Peter Cook's band comes on, Dribble Wedge and the Vegetations. <laughs> and they do a song in which Peter Cook just says how bored he is with the person. 
So it's the very opposite of the sort of love me. It's absolute indifference and hope. Mm. Sort of like, please leave me alone. And, <laughs> um, you know, just a perfect real sort of grasp of the the psychology of pop music where, they, where all the women are going mm. for the guy from the affected position of, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But, yeah, I mean, overall, it's just written, it's written by Pete Dard. Uh, Dub did all the music and yeah, it's just really funny and uh, Helping the Devil are the Seven Deadly Sins and Raquel Welch's Lust um, mm. and also uh, Barry Humphreys, uh, like Dame Edna as Envy is <laughs> oily brilliant and just <laughs> horrible and catty and sort of, yeah and um, So this is yeah. a good call back to our previous episode uh, that also included... It- some yes, sins. yes, exactly. Oh, actually, yeah, I hadn't even thought about it. I've been on the sort of <laughs> subconsciously no, looking for more. A lot of, more a lot seven of this does relate, I will yeah. say. It has sort of done that. But um, yeah, so that's bedazzled. And people who've never seen it really fucking should. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's a fantastic pair of Yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm. You know, it really is. Um, but not in a shit way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, just before we move on very quickly, did Claire enjoy it as well? Did you enjoy Bedazzled? Yeah, it was brilliant. Excellent. Yeah, we go. yeah I thought as much. <laughs> uh, Chris, what have you been checking out? So I have watched the... Now I've got to figure out how to actually call it correctly. Right, Scream, but it's just called Scream. It's a Scream 2022 remake, but yeah. it's taught me what it is while watching it. It's not a remake. It's a requel. Yes. <laughs> right. Now, you, whether either of you mentioned this word before, I don't know, but I learned that term. And I also learned elevated horror, which maybe you've said these things and I've forgotten them, or you thought they're not terms that are worth mentioning. I'm not sure. But it was fascinating. Right. So as far as I can tell, now, I've not seen Scream 2, 3, 4, and then I think this makes this the fifth one, mm. essentially. But I'm assuming that this being a requel is and wait so have either of you seen this yes i did i've I've not no you haven't no okay so i'm hopefully not said any real spoilers yet and won't but it as far as i could tell it may be the closest to the original out of all of them yeah is that is that (laughs) right that's that's got to be the purpose of it i think and it is right so after we watched Cream, and I thought that still was held up really well from when I saw it previously, I still really enjoyed the meta aspect of it. The fact that it can talk about itself and other films like it and still make a good film, I think is pretty impressive. And then this has done it again, but with an extra layer and tons of references, which I guess now after having seen a lot of the films and heard a lot of the names, that is still quite exciting to me. I don't know if that works for lots of horror fans, but it really was quite fun just to watch it from a hearing all the different references. So, you know, they mentioned um, the witch at the beginning um, and and a few other of these elevated horror films. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I seem like I like that type where there is perhaps other aspects that you wouldn't necessarily have used to have got in horror films mm. as much. Um, so yeah, so from that perspective, like it was really enjoyable, and I do think they did. I, I enjoyed it as a film in itself, 
without all of that as well. Um, it was funny how you're trying to work out who is who it is because you know it, it has to be some Not of the people that you yeah. can see because it's, it's not going to be no one you can't see right but so who could it be and, and they really do set it up where it to me felt like yeah i don't know it really could be any of them pretty much i can't all even the way remember through. now i saw it when well, it no, right, the, out. But i it, loved but it but i don't remember who. okay <laughs> well it, uh, i quite liked the fact that courtney cox was in it and neve campbell and uh oh, i know here's the other thing right so having watched scary movie when i saw dewey i was like is he is he the one who does it because <laughs> he is in scary movie and then that reminded me of um it, it wasn't that from usual suspects kevin spacey isn't that how they show it at the end of scary movie where yeah they whatever his name doobie so yeah so no I was, I was trying to think am i just getting mixed up with the whole scream scary movie situation but i did yeah See, I enjoyed even, it. even when we watched scream I could not take fucking David Arquette's character seriously because <laughs> no, right, I just exactly. thought of him as Doofy <laughs> from Scary yeah, Movie. They, they, they did, did a very good job there. Good, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, from, from what I from what I gather, Lee, you, you would be able to tell me more because I've I've only seen Scream. Mm. Oh, I understand yeah. that the the sequels, all of them, are that sort of thing of right. So. If this was a movie, this is the sequel, so it's not going to be yeah. as good, or they're going to make this mistake. That's or, exactly and, what it is, and it does. It follows that all the way hmm. through. Um, so it sounds the right. The third, when they're like, "Oh, it's become a trilogy," so now it's got to be someone okay. from further back in the backstory, and then yeah, um, yeah. So they they do play up to that a lot, and they do in the new one as well. It's mm. the, oh well, this is oh well, it's the same. It's the same killer. But it's now attacking a new generation, so this is clearly a reboot. So if it was a reboot, this is what would be happening, and yeah, and it worked mm. just as well. Oh, the gore in it though. Oh, mm. there's yeah. one scene in it that I was—I honestly, I was like—that is one of the most graphic things I've ever seen. But because the <laughs> film is so, like you say, sort of playful and enjoyable, yeah, yeah, it really, really nailed me. It came so. Mm so far out of left field it, yeah it was fantastic yeah well so so i would say i absolutely enjoyed it and would recommend it and if you do watch it adam it would be interesting to see what you think and i'm it's, tempted to watch the others as well just to see i enjoyed it, all of them it's interesting because they're actually now covering a more modern phenomena mm. as in yeah. the the requel which yeah yeah which back to your earlier question, I probably wouldn't use requel, but I, I've used elevated horror, but only in the sense of that seems to have become a given term for a certain type of thing. Mm. Personally, mm. I'd just call it arty. Yeah, or, and if I'm feeling really arrogant, good. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That seems. Well, yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, a good film really. Because you've had stuff like Halloween 2018, mm. which I'm going to have to call it just because they only called it Halloween, much in the same way as they've only yeah. called it Scream. Yeah. And they're already sort of feeding on that. Oh, this is a new thing that's happening in slasher films. Yeah. Mm. Like they did it with um, uh, the Netflix Texas Chainsaw was kind of that as well. And yeah, that mm. whole thing of slightly a bad thing of removing all the bits in between and saying no they didn't exist they're they're shit yeah yeah and so on yeah 
Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm. Um, so I took uh, Tony's recommendation from when I sat and had a chat with Tony Wash. Um, oh, yeah. And we discussed uh, remakes, funnily enough. Mm. Um, and I think I said to him, you know, we were discussing about how films that have got a great concept are the ones you should be remaking, which I know we've said ad nauseum on this show, rather than the ones that work perfectly. Um, and asked him what asked him what he would like to remake, and he said he'd like to make uh, remake Superstition from 1982. Mm. Oh yeah, that sounded really fucking good when yeah. he described that. But go on, sorry. Yes, so he's absolutely right. It is a perfect candidate for that. It's got some amazing elements. It's a it's an incredible story. Um, it's got some real pacing issues. Uh, it was made on the cheap, so it looks pretty naff in places. Um, but it has got a lot going for it. So I, I watched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Jennifer made it about 10 minutes in and checked out. She was like, no, not doing this. It, it's, it, it's only an hour and 25 minutes long. The first 10 minutes, no exaggeration, two blokes in the house in which the haunting later takes place. And one mm. of them just walks from room to room shouting his mate's name for about five minutes. Mm. Then he disappears off the scene. The mate he was looking for turns up and does exactly the same thing. So you have a full 10 minutes of just someone going, Jerry, Jerry, Je are you in here, Jerry? Jerry. It, it sounds like they could have just done one minute and put it in slow motion. Oh, it was just, but, I mean, but like some of the special effects are fantastic in it. Um, and it's yeah. So it, as he said, it's it was all set because a witch was supposed to be burnt, and they didn't. They threw her in the lake with this big cross, um, mm. and so you get quite a lot of that sort of backstory sort of shown to you, mm. um, and all of that flashback stuff is excellent. It's really good, um, and the kills are good. But yeah, it's the pacing of it. It's just it's one of those films a bit like that first scene where you sit through it for five minutes and then you're like, Oh, thank God that's over. And then they just replay it. It does that quite a lot. There's quite a lot of scenes of somebody doing something for far too long. And then five minutes later, you have to sit for another five minutes of watching somebody else. And it just, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's a good concept. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it was enjoyable. I I'd definitely watch it again. But yeah, mm. I think it would be one that'd make an amazing remake. Mm, so, okay. Yeah, I would say do watch it, especially if you're a big fan of low budget eighties horror. It is really good, uh, and it is it is suspenseful. But yeah, you will find yourself getting bored with it to the point of finding it amusing just how bad the pacing is at parts. But uh, mm. yeah, generally good. Cool. Uh, back to you, Adam. To me, right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna obviously bring the mood down, um, uh, just because I think it's a film that I would not. I don't expect either of you to sit through, so <laughs> I would not say that it was one that we would put on, we would do necessarily, but also just it's an iconic horror, but probably just one we'll never do as an episode or whatever like that, but. Uh, yeah, I woke up on my birthday. There was no one around. So I got up and I watched Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> um, mm. 1980s. Yeah, 1980s um, action 
comedy, rom-com, uh, <laughs> travelogue. Um, yes, I did eat lunch through it. All right, <laughs> but but um, long pig sandwiches. But no, it was um, actually that was that was sort of eleven. It wasn't really lunch. It's you know it's quite early. Um, but uh, yes, and. Um, Directed by Raguro uh, Diodato, who again I think would have been a couple of months back now um, died, but it's one of those things that comes with such baggage as a name mm. that I think it doesn't get the credit for what it does mm. well. I'm going to start. I'm going to state straight off. Yes, it does feature animal cruelty, and I'm not happy mm. about that. It's not pleasant to watch, but equally, I was like, I want to watch the film. Yeah. And, you know, it's happened. There's nothing I'm going to do to stop that. It exists. Yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, and, but it's still, oh, fucking hell, it's still fucking horrendous to watch. So that mm-hmm. is a proviso immediately for anyone who would go to see it. It's like, if that's going to put you off, it it's, is, it's funny. It's funny. That would it, put me off. From the start, I, I wonder how it would be, yeah, if because if, I, I totally understand the idea of watching it, and, and it's similar to like say Kevin Spacey and other people that we've yeah covered before. It's like, at what point do you say, well, I'm now going to cut out the whole thing because of these bad yeah. parts? It's, it's yeah. difficult to figure out where the line should or feels like it needs um, to be. So yeah, I get, and that's the thing. It's kind of like you know, it is an acknowledged classic, but. Mm. In terms of it's cannibal films, so you you know mm. they're they're a pretty grim bunch, yeah. Altogether, you know, yeah. um, and it's but it's got a very weird thing. Obviously, first of all, it's basically found footage. It's mm. so um, basically it's this guy. You they document him as he goes to find out what happened to a previous film crew. Um, mm. He meets with um, through various sort of misadventures and everything he finds the remains of the previous crew who have been cannibalized by Mm. this um tribe um sort of undiscovered south american tribe or untouched south american tribe and um yeah basically he takes the footage back and then reviews it and um the people who have made you know the people have sponsored the first lot and his lot are like oh well, we're still going to release the footage because you know it's of scientific interest and blah 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 and then he says no i want to show you the footage in full and you basically see the original film crew are absolute fucking scum they are just mm-hmm. animals who just go out and live it up and do what they fucking want in this lawless land and stir trouble up and butcher and attack the villagers to try and get reactions so that they can say, here's us being attacked by. And basically, you know, but so for a film that has a lot of horrible elements in it, it still has quite the message of, no, the problem here is the West coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or sort of, you know, or, or civilization in inverted commas coming in is what the problem is here, and they are—they're the evil in this. 
yeah. regardless of what else is happening or whatever. But and it's you know, I mean, it's a striking film. It's fucking grueling in places, and particularly, obviously, you know, like I say, animal cruelty and things, and um, and famously, the, you know, some of the imagery in it, they ended up having to bring an actress along to prove she hadn't been killed. <laughs> um, a court case um, because basically the filmmakers were like, well, I'm not showing that, it's a snuff film, you know, this woman's clearly mm. been murdered and it's like, no, here she is, she's not, it's very good special well, effects, that's there's all. There's a call back to, um, to one of the other things we watched over Christmas, Inside yes. Number Nine. Yeah, yeah, very, very much, very much, yeah. and it's, um, but no, I mean, it's, 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 um, you know, powerful film. It is a good film. Enjoy is, you have to say it in the Darth Marinky way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> all I say enjoy. But it's, you know, it's a good film and sort of, and, and has the weirdest fucking theme tune as well. Because the theme tune, it sounds like love music from a, 80s American soap opera. It's just like, yeah, just totally at odds with what actually happens in it. Mm. Um, but yeah, and um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, but also, mm. yeah, in the words of John Walker's father, you know, it's like, well, it's good, but I'm glad I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> and I think, I, you know, I think I may watch it again, but it's going to be another. 20 odd years before sheer curiosity is like, oh yeah, now I've got to review that in my head to remind myself yeah. that it's actually a good film, you know, and not just this sort of mm. bogeyman sort of sh shock fest for no good reason, as it were. Yeah. Nice. I know how to get a party started. <laughs> I might get round to it one day, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, there is just in, just as a thing, there is a there is a version now. That the director supervised, which cuts out a lot of the actual animal cruelty, mm. Mm. Um, which was available as an option on it. But I was kind of like, I can't remember what this film's like. Yeah, so you at need all. to see. I need to see what I saw the first time round. Yeah, you know, because uh, otherwise I won't know what's what if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I was wondering that about op options. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, because uh, what happened, Roald Dahl recently, and they're rewriting his. One of his books. I didn't read the full article. I just saw headlines, some elements that are causing offence. And it's it's like, yeah, I wonder. Certainly, with films like that, perhaps it is better if you get both options. It, yeah. You know, as That's long as it's thing. not something that's illegal, then perhaps it is. Yeah, up to the person well, to choose. It, it's back. It's frankly, it's back to Star Wars, and that's nothing to do well, with yeah, censorship yeah. or anyone's sensitivities or anything. Good like and that. bad. But it's not. It, yeah. It's nice to have the option to watch both. Yeah, you know, if you I watch the watch better it, version or the slightly more rubbish version. Yeah, if I if I want to watch it with where I can see the curly cord coming up Alec Guinness's wrist, yes, I want to see that version. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm being a pain, but yeah. <laughs> nice, Chris. What did you watch next? So. I watched something that I'm sure both of you must have seen. And this is something that actually was instigated by Shelley because it was such a big release and it was Wednesday. I also watch Wednesday. You have? Oh, and okay. Adam? I have not, no. You haven't? Okay. Well, that's interesting. So, um, so as it started, I did say to her, because I, I really didn't know anything about it aside from having seen 
it show up on Netflix. Um, and, and I said to her, this does look a bit like if this was a film I was about to try and show you, you would say, no, turn this off. <laughs> and she said, yeah, no, it does actually. Right. So it's, there's an element of when something's so big, it's slightly less scary than yeah. it really is just because of that, because everyone's watching it. It can't really be that bad, but actually Normal there were people some. people are watching it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, type, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think this, like that phenomenon happened with um, Fifty Shades of Grey as well. I'm pretty sure most of the people that read that would not go out and read anything else at yeah. all similar to it, but just because it was a social phenomenon, it kind of Here's makes it Here's an interesting fine. and popular fact. Do you mm. know that Fifty Shades of Grey started off as Twilight fan fiction? Well, I heard this. I have no idea the, you know, yeah. uh, the veracity. Sorry, sorry but I didn't know that. It, actually, it actually is, yeah. Which, see, that does seem really weird. I mean, but I've never seen Twilight, so... No, nor have I. Only heard, yeah, some negative things about it. But, yeah, no, it's funny. Um, but, yeah, so so we did. We watched all, I think it was eight episodes, and I've got to say, I, I really liked it. And then... Um, I must have seen at the start of one of them that it was actually Tim Burton was director yeah. or producer. And then that it certainly looks like his style. Um, yeah. So, so really, yeah, I was, I was really impressed. And the, the actress Jen, Jenna Ortega, who funnily enough was in the scream, scream recall yeah. remake as well. Yeah. She's in the yeah. next one as well. That's coming out this year. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, she's, she's really great. I thought she was fantastic as Wednesday. Um, and and then so I, I don't remember that much about the Adams family, which I know you may look <laughs> slightly disapprovingly. But um, yeah, in fairness, I mean the the films, but I mean they, the TV series weren't... hasn't been repeated for mm. fucking years. You well, know, yeah. oh, I had to buy them all on DVD, all of the mm. film mm. box sets, so that I could have them all. I, I definitely remember them being on, you know. On the TV at points when I was younger, we watched some of them and remember enjoying them. I, I have to say, probably the biggest thing I remember from them is Thing. Yeah. And, mm. and, and you know, it's nice to see him in there. Uh, in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I thought they did a really good job of it. What, what did you think, Lee? Yeah, it, it really reminded me of uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It was a very, mm, like, okay. it was. It was quite teeny and quite... Yeah, yeah. It was fantasy enough to not feel too horror for people, as you say, who, yeah. who wouldn't generally go to horror. Mm. But it definitely had one foot planted in that. I mean, the big, the big again, not to spoil it, but the big monster. Yeah, um, yeah. It, like, but I, I got the impression it was badly CGI'd on purpose so that you couldn't be too scared of it because it looked slightly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I sort of took that to be somewhat of the cartoon-esque aspect. Mm. So, yeah, it, the whole thing felt a little bit surreal and almost not trying to be too real in that yeah. sense. Um, yeah, and a little bit over the top. But, yeah, you know, there's comedy in there, there's drama in there, some horror. Yeah. Oh, the I end thought... got full-on horror to it. Like, yeah. Again, in a, a teen-friendly way. Um Yeah. But yeah, like it, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I say we got through it in like a week or so. I, I tell mm. you, the only reason I started watching it <laughs> is because I saw so many memes of people doing her dance, which is absolutely amazing, and I love it. Is that. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. That I was like, 
I've got I'll, to check this out. I'll, I'll, I'll need to watch this because if you know if there's going to be memes and stuff coming out at this rate, something's mm. going to get spoiled or whatever. So I figured, right, I'm going to knuckle down and watch it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, I, as you say, same as you, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. It had plenty of twists and turns. It was funny. It did, yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just good, easy, easy watching, mm. really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, my next choice uh, came from, uh, so I, I, as I've said before, I never normally listen back to any of our episodes, uh, but I was in the car listening to another podcast and it rolled into a random one of our episodes and it was our goth <laughs> episode. Mm. Um, and one of the questions that we had was on the film Brotherhood of the Wolf. Oh, um, yes. Uh, so I purged it. It was about November. I reheard that episode. So I bought it for Lady Jennifer for Christmas uh, and re- we rewatched it the other day. Um, well, we didn't rewatch it. So we watched it for the first time. Um, yeah, I didn't realize it was French. Oh, blimey. Yes. Um, Sorry. Maybe so I should have mentioned that. Uh, well, no, no, it, it didn't spoil it at all. It was just I started watching. It. I was like, oh, it's all dubbed. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what a good film. It was it was a, a big the twist in it was good and there were a mm. few of them. Um yeah, and again, really solid performances. I really I I'd had a really good time. I mean, when we first put it on and it came up two hours and twenty two minutes, I was like, Oh god, this is gonna be two hours and twenty two minutes of a film from two thousand and one. I was like, this is gonna be a real slog. But titled film from two thousand and one. Yeah. Oh no, our one was dubbed. Oh right. Okay. The one I had was dubbed. Um which is why it took me a while to realise that it wasn't in English, because of course they've got them coats up over their face, so you can't see <laughs> their mouths moving. So it took about ten minutes yeah. and then I was like, Oh hang on a minute, they're not talking in English. This is all in French. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, what a what a f- a, a fun film. It loads of action mm. in it. Uh, the action and stuff was really, really good. Um yeah, I love the premise of it, the way that it's sort of every time it, it opened up a bit more, there, it, there was more more people involved and there were more secrets and it was all a much bigger thing than anyone realised. Um, mm. Yeah, and I, I had a really good time watching it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, as mm. did Lady Jennifer. So, yeah, so I'm glad that question came up and I'm glad that Adam knew the film and managed to sell us on it because, yeah. yeah, it was a really entertaining couple of hours. It is really, really cool. Great Great film. I'd forgotten how long. I'd forgotten it was that long. Though. Yeah, and it's such a lovely looking film as well. Like it yeah. looks so nice. I know it's shot in old France, so it's lots of powdered wigs and many makeup and stuff. Mm. Um, but like the sets and everything just look really nice. It really reminded me of the uh, the bit from Hellraiser Bloodline. You know when they go back to old yes. France with the makeup yeah. box. Yeah, so it really reminded me of that. It was very good. Um, mm. Right, our timer is ticking away. We have seven minutes, so we're going to do one each, and we're going to do them for two minutes. Adam, go! This is going to be hard because it's called Tomorrow I'll Wake Up and Scald Myself with Tea. It's a (laughs) sci-fi comedy in which... Actually, that is going to be far too fucking involved. Um, It's a sci-fi comedy in which time travel is available as a commercial thing, and a group of uh, Nazis decide to go back in time and give Hitler a nuclear bomb. But it's mm. funny, and that, but also that also has a weird sort of like swap comedy because basically it's a the one the bloke who's going to take them has got a twin brother, 
and then he chokes and then the twin brother decides to assume his identity because he has a much better life than him and then has to help a group of Nazis go back in time and give Hitler a nuclear bomb. Um, and yeah, and apparently this has got a green Hitler light at the start and I was fucking sold at that point because I just thought this is hilarious. <laughs> much better than this is Czechoslovakian, by the way, before mm. some more fucking comes and does the brother <laughs> to the wolf. Yeah, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Excellent. That does sound like fun. Chris, you next. I, mine's not as funny as that or as crazy as that, <laughs> but I was really impressed with it. It was a bit random. I was suggested it from someone. It's called Barbarian, and I'll give the quick summary. In oh, a town yes. for a job interview, a young woman arrives at her Airbnb rental late at night only to find that the house has been mistakenly double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against her better judgment, she decides to stay the night anyway, but soon discovers that there is much more to be afraid of in the house than the other house guest. And that does sum it up pretty good without giving too much away. Um, the a- actors, Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård and Justin Long. Um, oh, I, that's a good cast. Yeah, I liked the acting. I liked the story. It was uncomfortable. It was good dialogue. It set me up for the twists that I didn't expect and it was also hard hitting and there was some social commentary which I thought was fine you could potentially ignore it um and there's still a you know potentially great horror film there so yeah overall I really enjoyed it I've seen a lot of people really rate that yeah okay my my favorite quote from someone was this is a film that has no rights being as good as it is (laughs) yes well yeah (laughs) Which we haven't That's said anything comment. about since anything like that about since Thanks Killing. So there you go. That yes. Puts it on a good pegging. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I caught up my last one. I caught up with the Pale Blue Eye on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, the Christian Bale movie. It's set sort of turn. It, uh, uh, no, it's set earlier than that. Um, it, it's basically old sort of colonial. Uh, mm. US, uh, uh, it's set in 1830. There we go. Um, and he is a detective who's been brought in to look into some uh, possibly occult murders, uh, at a military academy. And one of the boys at the academy is Edgar Allan Poe, so oh. he brings him in to help him. Uh, and Edgar Allan Poe is played by the annoying fat cousin from harry potter he has no. lost a shit ton of weight and he now looks like edgar Allan poe it's really weird <laughs> oh, um, right. but yeah also it's got um oh it's got loads of people you'd know as well adam from it uh let me just find them uh simon mcburney is in it timothy mm-hmm. spall is in it oh guys yeah um Oh, Toby Jones is in it, so it's got a very British cast. Uh, I'm, Harry I'm, I'm getting a feel for what sort of a film it is with that cast. As well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Harry Melling is the guy who was in um, Harry Potter. I'm fairly certain that is him. I am going to check it now that I've said it, just in case it isn't. But yeah, it, I, I thought it was really good. I, um, yeah, it is him. Yeah, definitely excellent. Yeah, I had a really good time with it. It was a, it was quite dark. It felt a bit like if i had to liken it to something i'd say it's like sleepy hollow without the comedy mm, oh right okay it's that sort of feel uh, that's potentially very good still yeah yeah, yeah. it's that yeah it was fairy taley sort of 
yeah it's atmosphere a, yeah yeah exactly that but it's got that kind of sherlock holmesy type feel as well from mm. the work he's doing um mm. yeah a couple of really big twists uh, and yeah just a really enjoyable watch it, it kept coming up and i was like i've not heard anything about it nobody's talked about it it's been mm. out since the 6th of january so it might be a turd but <laughs> it wasn't it was good so oh, excellent right that's what we've been watching. Well, that's some more we've been watching, but uh, the rest you shall have to wait for. Uh, and we will be back in a fortnight's time for uh, Class of Newcomb High. Yeah. For the beginning mm. of Chroma Month. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've already watched My Bloody Banjo, and I cannot wait for you guys to watch it so we can discuss it. <laughs> Shan't give away any Looking more than that. <laughs> right. Uh, thanks ever so much for listening, everybody. Go and check out all of our friends. Uh, so, Not For Everyone podcast uh, and uh, As Yet Unexplained and Eerie all the Essex. other lovely people. Eerie Essex, still going strong, loving that. Um, yeah, thanks very much for listening and good night. Good night. Good night. Go and watch Troma. <laughs>